Welcome to On the Edge with April Mahoney Brains. Here, this is the spot where the conversations are pointed, the guests are sharp, and the responses are never dull. Did you bring your thinking caps? Because it's time to put them on. Because the conversation starts now. But I feel like we've been like watching each other and connecting and absolutely, working. Absolutely, absolutely. We went through yeah. the pandemic. I, I, start, I seen you kind of close in on that. I didn't see a lot from you. I know that that really impacted um, your business because you're hands on. I was. Mm. Yeah, I don't do any hands on at all now. Really? Oh, no. they're missing that gift. Oh no, well, it, I just, I have my own health conditions and, and um, it was meant to be really, yeah. um, because the, the work that I got the most joy from doing was really the, the sort of, uh, the, the hypnotherapy um, and meditation sessions. It was that, that I was doing with the hypnobirthing. It was that, that I was doing with all the smoking cessation. It was that, that I was doing with the fertility, the hands-on stuff kind of went with it, but it was that, that was what, that was the magic that was making things happen in people's lives. Um, and it was that, that helped me as well in my own sort of life journey. So it just kind of kicked me up the bottom and made me do what I'm meant to do, I think. Well, that's what I believe. So it was just like a, a divine moment, really. Like, stop messing about. Do what you're here to do. <laughs> do what you're meant to do. I, um, I feel like a lot of people have had that kind of experience as well. Mm-hmm. Like, Life's short. Get, get get to it whatever it is you meant to do do it now <laughs> well you know COVID was, doing, by the way COVID was the perfect pause it was the, the perfect mm-hmm. pause because it was brilliant for me everybody wanted to be heard everyone was home and locked down they wanted to communicate they wanted to share their message oh brains I forgot to tell you <laughs> we're here on the edge with Amanda Joy Harrison from the UK She's coming back to update us on what's going on. We just jump right into the conversation, but I haven't seen her forever. And I miss her. And this is one wonderful person. You guys have to check out the picture that I've posted, uh, her postcard picture. It was one of my all-time favorites. So we're talking a little bit about. Yeah, I'm having a cup of tea as well out of my. Out of yes. the cup. I still got it. <laughs> your cup runneth over. Thank you. Yeah, I've been seeing what your daughter's been doing as well. I absolutely love her social media. Posts. Oh man, wow. she is she like, is really so creative. It really impacted her a lot too. The theater, she just thought her career was over, and yeah. I told her not not even. You know, you you choose what you want to do, and you have really been able to, uh, as they use the term, pivot. To yeah. bring to light some things that you were already doing. Share with my brains a little bit about your background and where you are at this point, and we'll continue the conversation. 
Well, my background is is kind of a bit of a patchwork quilt of all sorts of different things. Um, mostly I worked in uh, caring and nursing. I worked within the NHS. I looked after patients who were quadriplegic, ventilated. Um, all, most of my patients were like Superman. Do you remember Superman? Yeah. So a lot of my, all my patients were ventilated, needed wow. machines to help them breathe, and they were all paralyzed from the neck down. And I worked in. That. I didn't know you were work. I knew you were working kind of with that population, but I didn't. Wow. That was I was nursing um, for for quite a number of years, but I just saw gaps in the the care work that was being delivered, and I just thought. These people are emotionally having a really, really tough time. And these people are going through a massive change in their lives, going from being very able-bodied, being very talented, very creative people to having to be in a body that isn't moving anymore for them. So they were having to go through big changes um, and people were experiencing physical pain, even though they had a spinal injury and there was no real counseling or there was no real sort of support for the emotional um, adjustments and, and pain that they were going through but there was nothing but just opiate-based medications and oh. I worked with um, a lovely gentleman who said to me you know when you give me this pain medication it doesn't stop me from feeling pain it just stops me from being able to tell you that I'm, oh, wow. I'm out of it and I was like okay this is not what I got into this is not what I got into nursing for and that's why I went into like the holistic uh, medicine at, th at that time I, I studied acupuncture I studied body massage I looked at energy work Reiki and, and I studied NLP and, and hypnotherapy because those were the things that I saw work with those patients in the hospital mm. um, we had all sorts of people come in like shaking things and burning stuff and chanting and we had to go at everything <laughs> <laughs> it must have been me incarnated because I burn and chant and sing and dance and play instruments, all that kind of stuff. My <laughs> husband goes, where did this come from? And I said, it came from the source because oh, it, it lightens up. Yeah, it lightens it up. It lightens it up. It makes you connect. It does, but I had no idea about any of that. It just looked like some weird stuff at the time. Yeah, some, some I didn't any of it. It was definitely woo-woo. Um, and it was it was quite a long time ago as well. So, you know, even hands-on healing was really weird and, and you know, nobody did a mindfulness. But you did that, I mean, so beautifully because you knew, you were the first person that had turned me on to hypnobirthing and what that was about and then massage and then you had uh just opened up this beautiful space this beautiful clinic i was so excited for you and then things just kind of folded inward so what know, happened well there was a couple there's a couple of kind of elements to that that to that story um well the the beautiful clinic was my golden carrot 
you know they they say that the cat what's the carrot that's been dangled in front of you right um, it was my golden carrot um I when I was working there I was working with celebrity clients I was working with like royal family members I was working with the the the, the, the successful the rich the, the famous elite. and elite. I, I I'll be honest I was completely wowed by that oh. I was like this is amazing it's so exciting but what it did was it validated who I was um and I you know I've had I've done work on myself you know since then and recognized that actually the only person I need to validate me is me Um, and uh, I just so this was like a whole heap of external validation um but with it came um other elements that wanted me to change they wanted me to change how I looked how I sounded how I was so that I was more polished oh um, really I just couldn't be that polished <laughs> I mean you, you, look, you look like a piece of brass there could be no more polishing probably what they needed to do is kind of come down to, you know, come down to the surface, but I get it. You know, you know, there's a certain level of excellence and standard that when you're paying that kind of money, because when you're dealing with that kind of clientele, you are charging top dollar. So yeah, it was exciting and it was a wonderful experience. Um, But my instinct was saying, no, 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 no this is not for you. Um, and in the end, I just had to get back out on my own and um, go back to being the womb whisperer and go back to supporting women to have beautiful natural births and to just uh, to get back to being me, Amanda Joy, the the, the therapist. Um, and I got I got back into it. I was in the swing of it. My practice was, was, was absolutely uh, booming. It was all going really, really well. And then lockdown. Mm-hmm. the government shut down our businesses so i i couldn't travel to work because we weren't able to travel and i wouldn't able wasn't able to work with clients um and it was it was the beginning of march 2020 and i went home and i thought it'll only be a few days it'll only be a few days and then after a week it'll only be a couple of weeks it'll only be a couple oh. of weeks meanwhile there's no money coming in I'm still having to pay rent on my business premises. I'm still having to pay business rates. I'm still having to live. Right, <laughs> what are we going to do? What are we going to do? How long is this going to go on for? Um, and after sort of three weeks, I sat on my sofa and I was just, <gasps> I cried. I just mm. absolutely sobbed. I, I, you know, worked so hard to get to where I was. And then I realized there's lots of people in need right now. Everybody's feeling like this. Everybody's in turmoil. Um, so I took my clinical hypnotherapy business online, started working on Zoom. Mm. And, uh, I got really busy very quickly. Lots of really scared people, lots of really fear-filled people, mm-hmm. lots of really anxious people, lots of people like just struggling with being at home with the kids and the husband. <laughs> Look, looking yeah. at their self oh, in the mirror, they were struggling with that too. It was like, oh my God, is this really yeah. who I am? But they came up out of the ground. You know, they were living the imposter syndrome. They were used to making all yeah. of the money. You know, you had the mother that was the executive and the tight pencil skirt and the, you know, the $5,000 red bottom shoes, sitting home, scratching her head, trying to figure out the math. 
for her kids, homeschooling. Absolutely, homeschooling was horrendous, wasn't it? <laughs> and, and, the, and the poor kids, they didn't even realize, Amanda no. Joy, those little people, who they belonged to and what they were. They really saw what was going on. But everybody was in a, you know, a kerfuffle. So outside of, you know, the business aspect, what did being in isolation and COVID teach you about you? Oh, my goodness. It was such an incredible time of reflection. It really was. Um, I, I really, I recognized how much I was alone in the world. Mm. Because my business provided me with contact with so many people from early hours in the morning till late in the evening. And, and I was doing the radio show as well. So I was mm-hmm. interviewing people. I was going to the radio station with a team of, of, of people there. It was so much fun. And then I was, you know, working. And then when I was, I, and when I was home, I was alone. I was alone. I was by myself. I'd been, it, it hadn't been alone and by myself for a long time. I recognized that I used busyness to occupy myself and my mind to avoid hearing the parts of me that had hadn't had a voice before that hadn't been able to speak um some of the the dark stuff from my childhood and my past came up um for you know for me to deal with because in the silence and in the quiet oh right it silence, came out, it came silence can be deafening it was tough. It was yeah. tough. It was it incredibly taught me to it, it taught me to um again self-reflect, but also gratitude. Oh I mean, yeah. I've always been a grateful person, you know. Uh, that's mm-hmm. one of my trademarks. But just the simplicity of life. Mm-hmm. Looking at what I really didn't need, looking at really what wasn't important looking at how I responded to certain situations, um, yeah. looking at how I validated myself and how I support others Absolutely. You know, and realizing how uh, precious time was. Because I'm telling you, folks were falling like dominoes. I was like, what is, the, the numbers were stagnating. I had no idea you know, and I'm just talking about here, San Diego or the United States, but we're talking globally. Yeah. And no one has really kind of assessed really what that number is right now. And then we no. had some, and then we had some joker <laughs> running the country that was telling everybody. <laughs> he didn't have anyone better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is, uh, well, this is a lie. You know, this is a trickery. You know, I got it and I survived. You know, it's all right. <laughs> Girl, and it's not real, and, and don't take the jab. But we're gonna have a super spreader party, girl. Oh it was, it was crazy. It was. We had we had government lo- country lockdown, but the government were throwing massive massive parties. It was yeah, it, right, right, right. It and was. I think it it shone a light on the culture that we have here, where there's a them and there's an us. There's an elite and then there's everyone else. Right, um, right. I think it's really shone a light on that. And I think that light is still getting brighter. I don't think we're quite done yet. Well, <laughs> talk about bright light. Illuminated those things. <laughs> what do you think about um, really the, the lunar vortex that we're in? Because we switched also into the age of Aquarius. 
where it is a more female, positive, loving, caring, nurturing energy, uh, where the, the female is going to soar. But we are all, the, the whole cosmic universe has changed. Yeah, and that was just, true. COVID was just a precursor to tell you, you know, sit down, take a deep breath, watch what I'm about to do. Mm-hmm. God, spirit, universe, however you want to trick it out. Okay. It was saying, stop and pay attention. And now people are unthawing and they're right back to the same old chaos. I don't know that we're quite right back where we are. I think I'm not, really, I'm forever changed. It's been a real shift. Um, well, just in my industry, I mean, you're, you, you're, you've been, you've been in the coaching industry for years. You've looked around. There's a lot of fear. There's a lot of ego. There's a lot of work with me. I'm the best. Everyone else is rubbish. Like there's a lot of treading on others to get high, to get, to get where you want to be. There's a, there's a real kind of culture of bashing each other down to get to where you want to be. And I saw the death of that in our industry, um, hopefully forever. <laughs> mm. And I, start, I started seeing the, 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 desire, the desire for higher standards. I started seeing the recognition of the power of what we have and what we can do to support and help people. And I started seeing people coming together and working in collaboration as in communities connecting um, and and i that's that's where i'm seeing real changes real power um shifts um for for example looking at people who are struggling with with mental health issues mm. recognizing that some of the a lot of our individual unique communities and counties and areas are setting up their own programs recognizing that you know rich people get to lie on a couch and pay for therapy and poor people get a get a label and get a pill if they're lucky and recognizing okay there is a them and us there's a there's a there's a there's an an unequal society what can we do and i'm seeing so many people in their communities stepping up and uh, and and taking action and doing something about the inequalities doing something about the yeah and it's it's changing i don't think the media really film it and talk about it that's that doesn't sell (laughs) well that's why we have podcasts so that we can talk about it and we can share it because we're on the ground you know we are doing the ground work so what happened to the show did you you stop the radio show as well no i'm still doing the radio show all right Uh, well tell us a little bit about the framework of the radio show and how people can tune in and 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 get get to know you and your guests because you're a great orator. I mean, you know, you did a phenomenal job. Oh, thank you very much. I'm literally just making it up and having a good time with it. Um, but I just get to interview the most inspirational characters. I do it for me, if I'm honest. It inspires me. Mm. Uh, but I hear people talking um, about health, about well-being, um, I, spiritual issues, um, you know, like what do you do if you're hearing voices and you don't think you're insane you know are you a medium have you got mediumistic skills and um, what why why you know it's, it's a great forum for people who are experts in different areas they might
might be spiritual leaders or gurus or monks. We've had a few monks on, oh, um, yeah. and um, or, or or therapists or coaches or practitioners of different areas, and and like loads of people like don't know what um the Bowen technique is or what's the difference between Bowen and Alexandra technique or what's mm. trauma release and what does trauma look like if we've right. not dealt with it or you know how, how do I go from just being an average guy stuck in my bedroom wishing that I'd gone to university like everyone else and not really knowing who I am or where I am or what I want to do and just feeling like a real lack of confidence and, right, and right. just getting drunk with my mates every weekend how do I go from like low self-esteem low confidence nothing's for me to a place of high self-worth of confidence of knowing what I'm here for of having a real sense of direction or even focus and clarity in your life how do you get there I wanted just to create a space to invite these wonderful people who had amazing messages to just come and, and share it mm. um, and it's called the Wednesday well-being show and it's an wow. hour of chat uplifting positive inspirational chat and you can find me on Spotify and you can find me on um all of the podcasting platforms yeah i know because once that rss feed picks up it's great (laughs) don't you love the world of podcasting i do because again it's an independent news source of really uh grassroots individuals that are making an impact in the world they're not just busy they're making an impact they're making a difference that's right so moving forward what are your plans for, you know, I'll be like a job interviewer. Uh, <laughs> where, do you, where do you see yourself in the next five years, Amanda Joy? Well, look, my school has 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 become a huge part of what I'm doing now. Um, so my, my I started, I wrote a course, I got it accredited, I did all my qualifications to get to, to that place where I wrote it. Um, and, and I had a little test run to see how it was. I had five students and they came on the course and they loved it and um, all got accredited and all are really incredible therapists right now. Mm. Um, When when the lockdown came and I didn't know what what I was to do, the solution was right there. Um, And it had been what I'd always wanted to do. And I had everything to to get it going and I had the time to do it. So, my school's really grown and uh, we've now got um we've now got training centers all over the UK. Oh wow. Um, we're mostly in the northeast of the of England because that's where I'm based. Um, but we're in we're in uh, South Tyneside, Newcastle, Harrogate, Teesside, the uh, we're in uh, the Midlands, uh, we're in oh. the south on the south coast on the Isle of Man. Um, we're all over the uk um but we're we've also i've also recognized because of my years of teaching uh, online and years of teaching english as a english online as well and oh. um, i recognize the need for flexible learning um because there are some really awesome nurses out there who want to train but couldn't attend all the all the sessions there are some amazing carers out there who are looking to earn a better living than eight pound an hour um who would be awesome therapists but they haven't got the time or or the money to be able Mm -hmm. to do it so 
Um, we're focusing on making more flexible learning options and we're rolling out mm. more flexible learning options this year, um, which are more retreat style face to face learning, um, but learn at your own pace modules of learning. Mm -hmm. Uh, with one-to-one face-to-face uh, supervision and support which means that anyone can do it who has a passion who mm. has a heart for helping people um you know you don't have to be on a a whopping great income um and we can we can support you to to do what I've been doing for the last couple of years and, and help people well tell my brains how to get in contact with you how to get more information about that and how to contact you on the podcast. Well, you can actually find the podcast and everything about me. And also you can find out about all the different um, um, training courses that we have in clinical hypnotherapy um, and the other kind of continuing professional development and, and other healing courses that we offer as well. Um, on the North, it's just the Northern College of Clinical Hypnotherapy. The Northern College of Clinical Hypnotherapy. Think Northern Lights. We're oh, all about being a bright light in the community. Absolutely. Well, we are definitely going to check in with you, Brains. I need you to go run. Don't walk. Look at my bent up card. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but that lets you know it's been working too. Uh, thank you so much, Amanda <laughs> Joy Harrison, for being here with me on the Edge Brains. Go and handle your business. Like, love, share, subscribe. Like, love, share, subscribe. Learn a different modality. Enhance your skills. Care about somebody, but the most important thing you can do is care about you. Thank you, Amanda Joy. You are the best. Thank you. <laughs> Bye, Brains.